1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now,
2: Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. It is.
3: Hello. What's up? Happy Thursday. One more sleep day. How about that? Mm-hmm. Kind of came out of nowhere, right? Well, should we do it? We do this little chant on Thursdays. It's kind of silly, but hopefully it gives you that little boost you need, you know? Like this is the real day that's gonna take some effort. Yesterday, especially on a four-day week, like this Thursday's the hard one, because think about this. You gotta get through work today, and you go to sleep, and you wake up and it's Friday, and Friday's easy. Yeah. Even the vibe of Friday's easier, right? So we just do a little chant. We'd love for you to do it with us, especially getting back in the swing of things for summer. It just goes like this. It goes one more sleep. One what more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep.
4: Yeah.
5: I wonder if I should add my tambourine. Would we like that? Let's try it.
3: I don't know. I just feel like it might be too much. Let's try it. If it's too I've much. i got maracas. Should we try that? We're going to
5: test it out. If we like it, cool. If we don't, I'll never do it again.
3: We just started a jam band. A 6 a.m. jam band. Okay, so we like this.
5: Ready? I like this. One, one, one three. Oh, two. back yours up.
3: Back okay.
1: yours up. One sleep. One sleep. One One too much
3: too much I hated that Alright, 6 o'clock club check in with us. 410-583-1065.
5: Greek Goddess Diana is here from Annapolis. Good morning to our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber. Jess R. from Westminster is here. Veronica, good morning. Magic Mike from Pasadena. Amanda in Millersville. Clever Kevin checking in. Hope a dope, good morning. Lee is here. Terry, Diana from Dundalk. John the Annapolis locator. Terrence, good morning. We have Grace in White Marsh with us. Kathy in Parkville. Beautiful Beverly. John, the, uh, John John from Middle River is here. Jake from Westminster. Good morning, Anthony from Catonsville is checking in, and happy Thursday to Cheryl and Tommy G from Bel Air.
3: Is there anybody listening who has easy access to a tambourine or maracas at their job too? Mm. Like radio, is so radioy like that, right? I forgot I had this in here. And like, why? Why would I? Why do I need the maracas? I don't need them. I don't, it's absolutely unnecessary. Like, what other job? And if you do, please text us. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you do music class. Maybe you're in a mariachi band, so you have actual maracas for, for your work, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I just, it's, radio's so bizarre to me sometimes. I feel like,
5: like teachers would definitely have maracas for fun. Now, now,
6: now. These are the top three trending stories
7: in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Oh.
6: Number three: A
5: woman in Maryland is making national news for scoring two lottery wins back-to-back. 59-year-old Victoria Sadler of Nottingham won a $25,000 lotto prize. And on the day that she goes to collect her winnings in Baltimore, she decided to buy another ticket using her grandson's birthday numbers. The same lucky numbers she'd actually won another $25,000 with a year earlier. And she ended up winning again. And this time it was an additional $50,000 from that ticket. She plans to use her winnings for a trip to Disney World with her family and then wants to invest and save what's left. Like,
3: does that, these kind of stories blow your mind? What in the world? Let me tell you how much money I've won the lottery in my lifetime. Maybe total, maybe $20. Yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you how much I've lost. I've been playing scratch offs and whatever for years, right? Mm. Maybe I've won twenty dollars. <laughs> like, I might be up twenty, but I may not even be. So to hear somebody wins twice, that's cool. Number two.
5: The newest food trend on TikTok is to add tea bags to a bottle of Sprite. It's the social platform's latest favorite drink and you can use 7-Up or any lemon-lime soda and you can use any tea. But TikTok, the TikTok hack specifically has been using Lipton black tea. So you open a 20-ounce bottle of Sprite, drink a little bit to make room, you add the tea in there, turn the bottle over and then you let it steep in the fridge for about 20 minutes. And a lot of people are adding lemon juice and you pour it over ice. You're basically making a caffeinated iced tea with a citrusy twist, but people have been obsessed with it. A restaurant in Malaysia actually posted a video of the recipe in July, but TikTok just latched onto it the past couple of weeks. I'm not mad about it. It kind of like, sounds like, good. Of all the lie. weird food
3: stuff we talk about during this time, especially, like, it's fine. I kind of want to try it's it. fine. Number one.
5: So last week, uh, Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner got her child support knocked down to $63,000 a month for their three teenage children instead of the original $162,000 she was asking for. Christine, who now lives in a rental that costs $40,000 per month after being court-ordered to move out of their family compound, still does not think the sixty three dollars is going to cut it and testified, quote, I will look into the steps I need to take and any schooling I need to do and I will enter the workforce. She also said in court last week that living a luxurious life was, quote, in the kid's DNA at this point. Oh, my God. I just, what does she think when she God. says these things you know, here's that the, the thing. reaction is going to be?
3: So, number one, when you hear stories like this, do you feel extremely poor when you know there's somebody renting a house for $40,000 and still and feeling like not it's not does not think enough?
5: that a, small, a, a mere $63,000 is enough of child support?
3: But here's the thing, like... I'm going to defend her for a second, which I know I shouldn't, but in her defense, it literally is all she knows. Like, do you have any rich friends that are completely out of touch with reality? I had a friend one time. This is so crazy. And I still, I cringe thinking about this. This is like not a close friend. (laughs) We don't have a lot in common. He literally said, I don't know how anybody lives on under $200,000 a year. Hmm. And I still cringe thinking about that today. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know how much $200,000 a year is? Yeah. Astronomical amounts of money. Astronomical. So, like, for her, yes, it's what you're used to. Like, I'm sure if I lived in a $40,000 a month rental, I also would have a hard time going down to a $2,500 a month rental. But, like, in your kid's DNA, if you want your kid's have that kind of DNA, then maybe. Yeah,
5: I still don't have any sympathy. (laughs) This is Jess, and that was your top three.
3: It was 27 years ago this week that one very notable Oriole set a record that most people say no one in baseball would ever be able to achieve ever again in the history of time. That's cool. Anybody know which record I'm talking about? Some of you may have actually been at this game, and I think that's what makes this even more cool. Oh, that's awesome. As we get into this Throwback Thursday for today. This is fun, y'all, and super nostalgic. We're just going to go back and look at number one songs from previous years. It's going to give you all those nostalgic feels, and then I'll take you back to 1995 when one of your own Baltimore Orioles set a record that no one will probably be able to beat ever. We'll start in 2014, the number one song in the state of Maryland. Today, in 2014, Taylor Swift and Shake It Off. of time tell me if i'm wrong but this was taylor's first pop song right and that's where she went from country to pop i think it was i don't know and like everyone i mean
5: the album the album itself
3: i was working country music at this point (laughs) oh my god like country people were losing their mind it's like they had exiled this woman from the planet they're like get out of here you're not real country anymore this video like just this took over everything oh yeah all right, the number one song in Maryland back in 2008. Today would have been the Black Eyed Peas and I Got a Feeling. I, got
4: a feeling. Ooh, I miss the Black
3: that Eyed Peas. Gonna
5: be they were such a
3: vibe. Why does this song specifically take me somewhere? Like, I, I do I don't know what it is, but like...
4: Gonna be a good, good do we still play
3: this song? I don't know if we do, if we should. Yeah. It's a good one.
4: Yeah.
3: All right, 2002. It's one of the most confusing music videos of all time. Technologically speaking, remember when Kelly Rowland was using her sidekick to text Nelly, but she was using Excel instead? Oh, for Dilemma. Dilemma was the number one song today, by the way. So funny. Back in 2002.
5: I didn't notice anything wrong with it either.
3: At the time, we didn't. No. Like, I feel like that's something that became uncovered later in life.
5: <laughs> or was she using an Excel sheet? to maybe bullet point certain things <laughs> that she, to she needed to speak to Nellie about. She could have been doing
3: that. The joke here is that in the music video, literally, you go back and watch it now, She's as she's quote-unquote texting Nellie, she's actually using some type of spreadsheet document instead of like a text screen. It was kind of bizarre. All right, who was, who was at the game? It was this week back in just 27 years ago. 1995 was the year literally where this is a sports record they say no one will be able to break most likely just because of injuries because of just the way we are nowadays most people aren't this dedicated <laughs> it was cal ripken who literally set the record for most consecutive games played oh wow right here in baltimore that record by the way 2131 consecutive games this guy played when they played against the Orioles. I'm going to play a little audio from this, and I'm going to post the video to at Kramer and Jess because literally, like, what a guy. Mm-hmm. What a guy. This guy literally, they... they, I'm gonna, I'll set the scene for you. You can see it on in Camden Yards where they drop the number from... They have like a account of how many games he's played mm-hmm. because um, Lou Gehrig actually was the person before him that held the record, and they were trying to say, can he beat it, can he beat it? And they were dropping the number. So on this day, or actually it was it was yesterday, technically, this week where they dropped the number to, uh, to to win the record. And this, y'all, let me play this audio of, like, the stadium going nuts. And at this point... Like, Camden Yards was packed. Literally, Cal Ripken Jr. literally ran the whole entire baseball stadium. Yeah. <laughs> High-fiving as many people as he can. That's so fun. To set that record. And now experts are saying, man, like, it must be impossible for anyone to beat that record because, like, we're just getting hurt nowadays. People are getting hurt. Like... 2,131 consecutive games. It's
5: amazing. I know this may sound like a shock to you, um, but I got drunk with my dad and got another tattoo.
3: (laughs) This should be a shock to very, very few. Mm Jess kind of has a thing now. This is kind of a consistent theme with you and your family.
5: Yeah. I have just come to terms with the fact that my family and I love to get matching tattoos, when we get drunk, yeah. like at first, we I thought it was just kind of like a, a one-off kind of thing, and now it's actually. I think it's just our thing. I think it's a. Fo- I mean, if you want to call it love language or family bonding or toxic trait, whatever you want to call it, but it's basically become a part of our routine. So my dad was here for like five days, and we had so much fun. And if you if you aren't like very familiar with my family dynamic, we love to have fun. <laughs> And our version of fun is singing, dancing, laughing, and drinking a lot. Heavily. Heavily. And on literally the first day, so like after Friday Friday was over on Friday, we just started raging. Me, Garage Boy, and my dad left the studio, and we go out drinking. And we're in Towson, we're walking around, and we see a sign in front of a Layer 3 collective. And it was like, hey fall sale. $100 tattoos. And my dad looks at it, and he's like, should we just go in and see? And I was like, if you want to. And Garage Boy goes, are you guys sure we want to go in there? And then my dad and I are like, yeah, let's go in there. <laughs> and so we go in there and we end up getting matching tattoos.
3: Tell them the tattoos. Explain it to him.
5: So my dad um, has a lot of Polynesian um, tattoos. And so he just wanted, to, I wanted to get something that, you know, that he loved and that would just kind of go along with his sleeve. And we both got shark teeth. And so Polynesian shark teeth are a symbol of protection, guidance, and yeah.
3: strength. So, you know, I was joking with Jess and... My theory with getting drunk with your family is a really risky dice that you roll mm-hmm. because you're never quite sure how things are going to go, right? Obviously, with this situation, you guys got tattoos. You're very happy with them. Everybody's good, right? What percentage of the time, though, that you get drunk with your family, do things go well versus what, time, what percentage of things do times do things not go well, do you think?
5: Well, for me, seven tattoos later with my family, (laughs) I'd say we're, you know, it's a a 50-50 shot. 50-50, right? But when when it ends in tattoos, everybody's happy.
3: So here's what I want to do this morning. Here's going to be your topic to call in on because I think that drinking with your family can go one of two ways. It can be the best night ever or it could technically be like the worst night ever, depending on how everybody behaves, right? Yes. So your topic you're going to call in for right now is I got drunk with my family and blank. I got drunk with my family and blank. Like, how did that turn out? Any kind of situation that you've been in, let me give you the phone number, 410-583-1065. Any situation you've been in where you and your family have had too much to drink, and I'm not talking about like you're just your husband, I'm talking about your mom, your dad, you know, who had to be involved in this situation. How did that turn out for you? Do you have an epic story? Again, could have been something really, really amazing happen, right? Yes. Like we decided we all chipped in and we we bought uh, some property in Italy and now we're, we retired on that money. You know, I don't know. That could be a, a great drunken family story. Yeah. Or it could be the time that your dad, you know, uh, decided to go get in a fist fight with a neighbor. I don't know. What's your story, though? I got drunk with my family and blank. 410 583 1065. Rachel from Canton, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. All right. Fill in the blank for us. I got drunk with my family and blank. Well, I
2: got drunk with my family and my dad got my husband now his name wrong at our wedding. No. What uh,
3: what was the situation? No.
2: (laughs) Okay. So I preface by saying we laugh about it now. Yeah. But in the moment, it was absolutely mortifying. Um, my dad, he really doesn't drink. But his daughter was getting married, and he was really excited. But um, it was time for him to like give a toast. Yeah. And he repeatedly, like several times, said my husband's name
3: wrong. Not just wrong, but my ex's name. No, absolutely not. Wait, refer to your husband as as your ex at your at your wedding.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I will say I have a fear about this cuz right now I have a no-shot rule from my dad until after no. the father-daughter dance. I think I'm going to push that until his thank That's you speech thing. before or uh, before dinner like yours because I totally forgot about that. Wait,
3: like slipped up one time or like literally kept referring to him the whole time? A couple
2: times. Like he was my um, my ex's name was Alex and so
3: yeah. he was just like Alex, you know. No. It's, no. It's a real pleasure no. um
2: you're a great young man, Alec. No. When,
3: when, did he, when did he realize it?
2: It wasn't until he was sitting down, very pleased with himself.
3: Like, like thought, like, like nailed it. The nailed it. Yeah.
2: And my mom was obviously next to him and he was, she was like livid.
3: Like. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm telling you what, drinking with your family, you never know what way it's going to go. It's well, true. I'm
5: glad you guys can laugh about it now. Yeah,
3: for sure. Great story. Thank you for calling us no problem 4105831065 can you hop in this conversation you got a good story i got drunk with my family and blank Could have been really cool. Could have been really bad. We don't know.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink...
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: This next segment is not made to make you feel old, but you might feel old by the end of it. Okay. I just, just want to point that out, that there are going to be some things that are going to be mentioned in this next segment. They're going to make you realize, well, wow, time really does truly march on, right? Just had a friend the other day to me say he was going to go Chuck Norris on this week. He was really mad about something that happened at work. He said, so right, I'm going to walk in there and go Chuck Norris on this guy. And we were laughing because we were like, Yes, that does, like, that makes sense. But that's an absolutely dated reference.
5: No, I I was about to tell you, I couldn't, I don't remember the last time I heard someone say that.
3: It's been forever, right? Yeah. So, like, it's something that I, and I my friends and I would probably, I just turned 40, by the way, could probably say that in pretty good reference. Like, I understand exactly what he's talking about. But I guarantee you, if you said that to your kids nowadays, they'd be like, who in the hell is Chuck Norris? Yeah. Explain him to me. So, <laughs> I made a, a list of, References that probably don't make sense to maybe even like, I don't know, if you're in your young 20s, I don't even know these things will make sense to you anymore. But to us in our 30s, 40s, 50s, complete, like this like was the slang that we were using. These references make total sense. Like I guarantee you, if you went up to your kid today and you were like, talk to the hand, they'd be like, what are you doing? But talk to their hand was such a definitive part of the 90s. That, like was... feel like
5: nobody says talk to the hand anymore?
3: When's the last time you said talk to the hand? Yeah, that makes me sad. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's a dated reference. Yeah. Some of the things that we feel like are common date, they really aren't anymore. How about that's hot? Oh my God, that's so hot. I feel like that, I
5: feel like still here because Paris Hilton has not gone anywhere and that girl still posts that everywhere. So I wouldn't say that that's completely out of, out of culture yet. Okay, but
3: think about this. Yeah. That was 20 years ago.
5: Maybe they don't know what simple life is, but I'm pretty sure people still know what that top means.
3: But you know what I mean? That literally was created about 20 years ago. Yeah. Time marches on. What about saying booyah? You ever said booyah? Like, if you said booyah. I didn't
5: even say it when people were saying it. I don't know why, but that still annoys me. (laughs)
3: Late 90s, early 2000s. a A lot of times used in sports. We're doing a list. If you've got one... God, I'd love one of two things to happen right now. Maybe you've got a dated reference that you realize that nobody of the younger generation would understand anymore. Yeah. Or maybe as we're doing this list, if your kids have absolutely no idea what we're talking about, also let us know that, all right? What about this? I guarantee you, if I say this to us as adults, you're going to understand. Your kids are going to have no idea what I'm talking about. You've got mail. Oh, (laughs)
5: I initially think of, like, the movie, but you're talking about actually using it, right? AOL,
3: baby. Okay. AOL, dated reference. You can't just say, you've got mail. Like, your kids are going to have no idea mm-hmm. what that means anymore. But back in the day, that was the most exciting sound that you could hear. Now you got 15,000 emails in your inbox, and it's a pain in the ass. But, like, back then, that was, like, a big one. All right, let me give you one more. That Like, I'm going to really date this reference <laughs> because this would have been about 20 years ago that you would have used this reference, and it would have, like totally it would it would have hit with the crowd if you just said who let the dogs out not talking about a ravens game but i'm talking about just in general vernacular Uh
5: uh-huh
3: with like your friends everyone would have been so excited
5: with that that was the baja men right
3: the baja men oh what a vibe you say who let the dogs out now (laughs) like you're not talking about anything to do with like the Ravens, bro it's just a dated reference that was 20 years ago it's crazy that we're using that kind of reference so, uh,
5: someone said psych.
3: Ooh, psych was a good one. Yeah. Bro, psych may have been. Was that 80s or was that
5: 90s? I, I remember people saying psych. Psych is probably at
3: least, yeah, at like least 30 years old. Yeah, you know? Step
5: off. Who was saying
3: step off? <laughs> it's been a minute. Probably, again, probably 30 years old. A dated reference, right? Uh, Myspace top eight. Your kids would have no idea what a top eight probably is. Mm. Right? But think about back in the day, that was like, a treasured thing. It's almost like I wonder in 20, 30 years from now, will people refer to like a blue check mark?
5: Or I guess asking what your MySpace song was too. I feel like that was a major deal.
3: Sarah, give us a dated reference. What is it?
5: What's up? Oh my gosh! I oh man, I missed that in middle school. It was literally you could not get away from any boy in class. It felt like every single boy
3: had to do it every single day. Uh, you know what's so funny is that 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 would have been what like the two thousand late nineties. That was a Budweiser yes. campaign, and they literally would call each other on the phone and go, "What's up?" I don't
5: even know where that came from.
3: That's literally what it came from. It was it was a Budweiser commercial. Okay, uh, that became very popular but absolutely wildly annoying. You know what's so funny, though, is literally that reference would now be about 25 years old. You wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's dated for sure. That's a good one. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. Thank you. It. 410-583-1065. Kim and Glenn Burney, you have a dated reference for us? Yes.
7: What I'm kind of glad is no longer a thing, I think. And, and, and that's what? Uh, when you go, what is love? And someone immediately goes, baby, don't, don't hurt, hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt it's me. me. Okay, no, no more. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay.
3: That's right. Kids nowadays would never know no, to finish. That's that. not their automatic response anymore.
5: Or when the song automatically plays, everyone's head starts twitching to the right. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, Yeah. Okay. That song, by the way, just for reference, um, came out because I want to talk about how dated this that reference would be if you're still using that. Uh, That would have been 1993, so it's literally a 30-year-old reference at this point. Oh, my God. Yeah, (laughs) time marches on. That's what I'm talking about. That's a good one, Ken. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Now now, now.
6: now. These are the top three trending stories in the
3: city.
7: The Baltimore Top three, three with Jess. Surprisingly
3: very fun. Number three.
5: The FDA plans to green light updated versions of the COVID boosters as early as Friday. The latest shots are designed to target and protect against current circulating subvariants. The Friday timeline for authorization is not firm, and it could also see a potential announcement early next week on September 13th after the. FDA's sign-off, the CDC will issue their own recommendations about who should get the shots and how they should
3: be used. Great, something we can fight about. We haven't been able to fight about COVID shots in a while, so...
7: Number two.
5: Google just released a new AI tool... That can go to your work meeting for you. It's called Duet AI. And this is just for your virtual meetings. A feature called Attend For Me joins the meetings on your behalf. And then it delivers any important information you need to people. And that what, anything that you want to know. And then we'll recap the meeting for you later on. There's also a Take Notes feature. Or if you show up late, there's a Summary So Far tool that you can also be used. Sadly, corporate will need to be on board for you to use this. So you can't just be doing it on the down low. And it runs within Google. Google Workspace, you can't just like have it running during Zoom, and you'll have to subscribe, or they'll have to subscribe and pay thirty dollars a month a person for you to use this thing.
3: I'm telling you, it sounds great, but like I hope y'all are paying attention because we're literally getting like, okay, one step closer to another outdated reference, which is the Terminator. Okay. Yeah. I know that movie's 30 years old, but some of y'all got that reference, right? Like, Skynet's about to take over, right? Like, if, if things can go to meetings for you now, what is my purpose then? Like, what, what, what are people paying okay, you
5: for? Okay, first of all, don't get... Okay, is AI terrifying? Yeah, but you're acting like people haven't been just, like, leaving on a screen and then as if they're in the meeting and they're not actually. So if anything, at least this is useful and you can actually get the notes because you weren't even on your Zoom meeting anyways.
3: That was step one. Step one was working from home. Now they're like, we don't even need you to work from home. A.I. will take notes for us. Like, what? Why? Number one.
5: Earlier this week, news broke that Travis Barker unexpectedly postponed Blink-182's European tour to fly back home for a family emergency. And now, mom-to-be Kourtney Kardashian has revealed what actually was going on. The reality star shared a social media post that she underwent urgent fetal surgery to save her baby's life. Mm. Kourtney said, quote, as someone who has had three really easy pregnancies in the past, I was not prepared for... For the fear of rushing into urgent fetal surgery, I have a whole new understanding and respect for the mamas who have had to fight for their babies while pregnant. Kardashian and Barker revealed in June that they were expecting their first child together after trying to get pregnant for years.
3: I know it's going to be triggering to a lot of parents too, because mm-hmm. I know that that time period has got to be so scary, right? You know, yeah. So, I mean, I hate just saying let's let's send in the best, but honestly, I think if if anything, you can be real moms can be really empathetic to how terrifying i'm sure that whole thing
5: yeah and i i'm like thank thank god everything's okay and i'm also thankful that she shared that story because it's not easy for everybody true and it's not easy to talk about either yep this is jess and that was your top three
6: do you feel a little
2: crazy doing it?
7: It's about to go down. <laughs> Perfect. We want to know everything.
2: Dish. Oh,
7: it's Talk Me Out of It, please.
2: With Kramer and Jess.
7: Mix 106.5.
3: Okay, Anonymous, we've got you on our voice disguiser. So what is this crazy idea? Tell us and we'll either tell you to go for it or we'll talk you out of it.
4: I need to lie about my sister's baby's gender for her own good.
5: <laughs> no, Lies, li- already a lie to a pregnant woman is already giving me anxiety
4: why why would you lie
6: about it i'm oh confused
4: my, my sister is having her gender reveal party this weekend and she already has two boys for reference okay and she okay. she's not loving being a boy mom i mean she loves her kids but she wants a girl desperately she always complains they're chaotic yeah she just feels outnumbered in her house and it's like Kind of gross being the only girl Mm. but a few weeks ago she broke down to me and she said she doesn't know how she'll be able to emotionally handle if it's a boy this time and it was like full on tears panic attack oh no Mm -hmm. she was not Mm. well so the problem is (laughs) i'm in charge of her gender reveal and she is in fact having a boy again and um I'm strongly considering doing like a pink reveal because everyone is going to be there. Her husband's family, our family, friends, and it's in somewhat public because we rented out a room in a restaurant. So like people can see through the window in there and like she's been saying she feels like it's a girl and I just, I wanna spare her feelings. I want her to believe she's actually having a girl. So I just feel like if it's not going to make a difference and spare her feelings, Should I just do it and say that like, oh, a mistake was made?
3: Okay.
5: Are you trying to give her like a bit of happiness at this fake gender reveal, or you just don't want her to be publicly distraught in front of everybody?
4: I mean, it's both. I definitely, of course, want her to be happy that she's having another child, but I also don't want her to have a full-on mental breakdown.
3: Well, why not just tell her, like, on the side, you yeah. know, like, beforehand?
4: Then what? Then do we just, like, cancel the whole gender reveal? Plus, like, what's the difference? If she's going to be happy, why not just keep her happy and make her happy? Like, what would be the difference? So, or you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so you're saying,
3: keep- like, if she's going to have a boy and she's going to be upset about that, why? Have her
5: do it in the hospital
4: room when you're not there? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. Okay. I, I, I would <laughs> okay, rather I mean, drive hey, it and I, not have her have a full-on breakdown.
3: I, but I see, I see your point. I see your point here. Okay. 410-583-1065. Start calling us. What do you think? So Anonymous says, you know, my sister said she's going to have an emotional breakdown if she's having a boy. She indeed is having a boy. We have a gender reveal party coming up. I'm the one responsible. Why not just tell her she's having a girl mm-hmm. because... If it's not going to make a difference, why not just be happy for the next couple of months and then be oh. surprised later on, you know? Uh, 410-583-1065. Do we tell Anonymous to lie about this gender or do we talk her out of it? Jess? You guys, this
5: is literally one of the worst talk me out of it we've ever had, From personally. Why? I feel this yeah. way. Because your sister is going to get so excited and she's going to buy all of, like, the sparkliest, funnest, like, girly things that she has been dying to buy. No, and I don't then think she will. And she definitely will. And she'll, like, be nesting and everything like that. And then you're going to make her, like, sell it and have to take it all down when she finds out that she has a boy and, like, all this preparation is going to go out the window. She's going to have to, like, throw away all the baby clothes or donate them and everything like that. She's going to be so, so sad.
4: I don't think she'll buy, like, a bunch of stuff. And most of the gifts are going to come from other people, so she can just exchange that or get, like, a gift certificate, you know, to the Mm -hmm. place where they bought stuff. So I I really don't think it's going to be that much of a financial burden. I I don't hate it.
3: I don't I don't love it don't hate, but I I am not going to talk you out of it because I see your point of like why make her sit here and stress and be like upset, especially number one publicly and then like for months, you know, why not? I feel like and I I'm not a father, now, but I've always heard that like once you see the kid, it's like It's a different situation. So if all of a sudden she's like, oh, my God, it's my son, then maybe she would feel a certain kind of way versus being like this idea of like, oh, my God, it's another boy. It may be able to be taken easier, you know? I know. What do you think? 410-583-1065. Anonymous wants to lie about the gender of her sister's baby just to kind of like protect Mm -hmm. her feelings. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? JD in Eldersburg, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it?
8: We got to talk her out of it. I I have been where your sister has been. Um, I have three boys, and I desperately, desperately wanted that third one, who was actually four today, to be a girl. <laughs> happy birthday,
3: and... I think. <laughs> Thank
8: you. No, happy birthday uh, to him, yeah. <laughs>
3: Thank you. We're happy, right?
8: Yes, yeah, very happy. I was so heartbroken when I found out because I really wanted that girl, and I really needed that time to cope with that before he was born to really appreciate how happy i am to have wow. my boys oh. that's so, something
5: yeah. that's something that I, I don't think anyone has brought up you needed that time to kind of yeah. heal that within yourself to, to so you were happy obviously Prepared.
3: when he
8: was born yeah did you yes. have a? Pub- I don't i don't want him to know that i i was sad for a
3: little bit sure <laughs> did you uh, have a public gender reveal
8: I purposely did not because I knew how I would I would handle it if it was a boy. Okay. But it was me and my husband and our two sons and my my older kids saw how sad I was. Well, so and she that really broke my heart. I guess
3: I guess the that's the problem is she's got all these yes. people coming. So like. What's I the think he needs to tell her ahead of time. Okay. And yes, it's kind of like a waste of the reveal, but at
8: least she can have the good reaction in front of her friends and family ahead of time.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to your son, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Thank
8: you. All
5: right.
3: Bye-bye. 410-583-1065. Hey, uh, Natalie from Hunt Valley, good morning. Hi, good morning. You know, so she wants to lie to her sister about the gender of her baby just because she doesn't want her sister to be upset at the gender reveal party. Do we tell her to go for that or do we talk her out of it?
6: Honestly, I
3: tell her to go for it.
5: Just, just tell her what she wants. You don't think that's going to turn out in, like the worst play, in the worst way possible? Right. Like, I feel like we're going to get a worse outcome if her sister lies to her about the gender reveal.
6: I mean, I understand that, but I think once the baby comes, she's going to love the baby. Mm-hmm. No matter what. She's not, got, I mean, yeah. well, hopefully, let's, I've got my own story with that, but like.
3: What do you mean? Well,
6: I have, my my dad wanted a boy, and I overheard him say it one time when, he was out on the porch with his friends, drinking some beer, and it, it destroyed me, okay? It absolutely destroyed me, and I wish that I had never heard it, but what I do know is that I would never want those boys to have to go through what I went through. My dad had my name picked out, and it was Landon, mm. and then I came out, and I, and it ruined me, and frankly, it kind of sounds like it ruined him. And I want that for those kids.
3: Well, wait, so how would they, but how would they know, how would they figure that out, I guess, that, that she well,
6: doesn't. What if they're the gender reveal party and it's another boy and she absolutely loses her mind? Oh.
3: And she's visibly
6: upset to them, you mean? Yeah, so and she y- doesn't understand. And then she's, it's not only just her kids that are seeing that, but it's all of her friends. Mm-hmm. And then all of her friends are going to be like, I mean, they're going to judge her for being a bad mother when she's already like, of course, she's not a bad mother. Okay, everybody so has their own preferences. You
3: you say if she doesn't lie. And she finds out that she's having a third boy. What if she's like, oh, my God? Because we have already know she's emotionally like upset about this. And it, it's in
5: front of her son. And if
3: she's like, oh, my God, no, I hate boys. And the boys are like, well, what, what yeah. about us? Yeah. 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 Well, okay. I mean, that's, that's a good perspective. Maybe it is worth not being so honest just so you can, like, do it in a different way. Okay. We hear that. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. S- smooth it
7: over. Yeah,
3: thanks. Melissa from Ellicott City. Do we tell her to go for a talker out of it?
7: We have to talk her out of it. Um, You know, I've had two kids. Just thinking of, the like, wonderfulness of of having those children when you give birth. Sorry. That's okay. Um, And how if she gives birth to the baby and they're a boy and not a girl, it's going to be so traumatic. And she's just going to be so emotionally wrecked, like, with those conflicting emotions of wanting to love the baby, but being so upset that it's not a girl right Um, what what brings emotion
3: to you today what 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 makes you emotional about this conversation
7: (laughs) just thinking about when i had my babies um it just it's really wonderful it's yeah you know i um just the love that you have um but also it's hard i mean yeah so so you feel like maybe i was crying for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Do you so feel it's, it's do you hard. feel like that joy
3: would be taken away? If that is that what your concern is, is it like she won't be able to yeah. have that same amount of joy?
7: Yes, okay. I'm, I'm concerned that the joy will be taken away and also um it's hard. I mean, I first I was crying for a while, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple weeks, you know, and, sure. and it's wonderful but going through that, she should not have that additional crushing emotional toll and of it not being the girl that she thought it would be. Okay. Right. Yeah. I hear that.
3: Really glad you called. Thank, Thank you so you. much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I mean, Anonymous, after hearing all this, what do you What do you think you want to do?
4: I mean, I just really don't think it'll affect her that much if I keep the gender from her. You know what I mean? There's no difference in doing it now versus then, except for the fact that she won't have a public breakdown. Yeah. When, when's, so
3: the,
5: I, when's the gender reveal? It's this Sunday.
4: So I have to make a
3: decision. Sure. Well, you know, I don't know if you've heard this segment, but typically how we do is we say, number one, think on it. Um, Please. Because, you know, there's a lot of, obviously, adrenaline when you call into the radio station and stuff. So I think you've heard a lot mm-hmm. of good opinions today. Um, you know, think about it. you got a couple of days. Um, we are always curious, though, how these things turn out. And we always kind of ask or invite people to come back on and kind of give us the ending of what actually happened. Are you are you down mm-hmm. with that? Would you be okay to talk to us after, um, after the weekend, maybe Monday uh, at 820?
4: I mean, yeah, I can definitely fill, fill you in on what happened.
3: Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, okay. and We're going to rely on you to call us back So I don't want your name, your phone number, or anything. But we'll just plan 820 on Monday, you calling us back. Cool? Okay, that
4: sounds good. <laughs>